Thanks for listening to Resume Restorations Podcast, where we share tips, tricks, and tools to help job seekers successfully navigate their search for a fulfilling career. At Resume Restoration, we provide expertise in developing impactful content and presenting it in an eye-catching professional design format. I'm your host, Clementine, and today we will be reviewing the basic fundamental checklist that every single job seeker needs to have in place if they are actively applying for jobs. There's no doubt that there is an element of etiquette that goes with being a job seeker, a concept that many of us don't even put thought to because we default to believing much of it to be just plain and simple common sense. However, through my significant experience as a recruiter and assisting hundreds of job seekers in their career transition, I can honestly say that just because something is common sense, it most definitely does not mean that it is commonly practiced. And my hope is that this podcast is a gentle reminder, which proves to be a beneficial refresh of some tips and behaviors that each job seeker should be implementing. These I refer to as my etiquette tips. So let's dive in with etiquette tip number one. When you include your contact information on your resume, you typically include your phone number, your email, and perhaps your LinkedIn. What this means is that you are providing two to three different ways that hiring managers and recruiters can contact you. So you are therefore responsible for checking all of these. And for email, that means actively checking your junk folder as well. I cannot tell you how often recruiter or hiring managers' emails land in junk folders. And voicemail. If you're actively applying for jobs, you need to make sure that your voicemail is set up and that your recording states your name. It is clear and it is professional. You also need to make sure that you are actively checking your messages. Now, I know firsthand what a pain voicemail has become for so many, and I don't know about you, but if someone leaves me a voicemail when I'm in a dead zone, my phone does not always alert me that there is a message, which can be super annoying. Understand that it is not a perfect system, and that if you are applying for jobs actively, I suggest you take two minutes every day or every other day to check your voicemail. And I know that landlines are a bit of a dying concept, but double check that the phone number that you are putting on your resume is directing people to a phone that you use and that you actively check. Now, this sounds common sense, I know, but let me share some common slips that I have come across as a recruiter. Number one, a voicemail with a different name on it altogether. It happens way more often than you think. Another is a voicemail that is mumbled and indicates that English is not a strong language. Now, this is important if you are applying for a customer service type of position that requires clear communication. And finally, leaving voicemails and hearing from the job seeker one week plus later because they failed to check their voicemail. So let's take a look at etiquette tip number two. If you are actively applying for jobs, make sure that every time an unknown number calls your phone, you are number one, okay to answer it. You're not on the toilet or have screaming kids in the background. And number two, make sure that you're answering it and speaking professionally and clearly. And if you're not in an ideal spot, let the call go to voicemail. 
It is common for the recruitment process to be twofold. Once a small group of strong candidates has been identified, recruiters and hiring managers tend to do a pre-screen interview, which is often completed over the phone, before they conduct the formal interview. The pre-screen interview tends to be short, and it is a final way of screening which candidates should be brought in for the formal interview. Now, some hiring managers and recruiters schedule these pre-screen interviews, but it is not uncommon for them to just cold call the strong candidates and see if they are available then and there for the pre-screen interview. This is important for you as a job seeker to know, and also for you to know that if a hiring manager or recruiter calls you and you answer, and they initiate a pre-screen telephone interview, and it is not an ideal time for you, you are 100% a-okay to say, thank you so much for this call, and I'm very excited about this opportunity. Would it be possible for me to give you a call back in an hour or later that afternoon, say, let's say a time of three o'clock, to conduct this interview? This pre-screen interview is a crucial step in the recruitment process, so allow yourself the opportunity to A, be present and focused, B, demonstrate professional and good telephone manners, and C, allow yourself the time to prepare. Make sure that you have reviewed the job posting and company website prior to this pre-screen interview. Now, this lends itself well into tip number three, stay organized. I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. It is a job seeker's job to stay organized about what positions that they are applying for. I recommend that every single job seeker keeps a file on their computer with a copy of each position that they have applied to. Remember, job postings can be taken down at any time and there is nothing worse than calling a candidate as a recruiter, and I say, you know, hi, Sam, it's Clementine here. I'm calling on behalf of Resume Restoration. Thank you for submitting an application for the graphic design role. And I would like to coordinate a time to speak to you and conduct a pre-screen interview within the next couple of days. To which Sam then replies, sorry, what company is this? What was this job again? I've applied so many. I can't even remember. (laughs) No. Simply put, it comes across as rude and completely and utterly disengaged. If you as a job seeker cannot remember the posting, you don't have to say it. Just as we reviewed before, you can very simply say, thank you so much, Clementine, for contacting me. I'm so excited about this opportunity. I'm not at my computer at the moment. Would you be able to please send me an email with the times that work for you and I'll respond as soon as I am home. Now, this is great because if you didn't catch the company name, when that recruiter or hiring manager emails you, they will indicate the position title in the email. All right, my final tip, etiquette tip number four. Be accommodating of the hiring manager and recruiter's schedule. Show show appreciation for their time and effort. Once resumes have been scanned and key candidates have been shortlisted, the interview process has the potential to go quite quickly. Now, key personnel from the company may have selected a day for the interviews. So as a job seeker, I truly encourage you to do your best to accommodate their times that they have provided to the best of your ability. If for whatever reason you cannot, 
then it's not an option. But if it is a matter of you rescheduling another appointment that you had previously booked or coordinating someone to help you with your kids or taking a half day off of work, then take ownership of your schedule and show the hiring manager or the recruiter that you are available, interested, engaged, and committed to securing a position with this specific company. All right. Thank you so much for listening and please be sure to subscribe to our podcast and do check us out on Instagram. We're at Resume Restoration. We post tips, tricks, and tools there all the time um, or visit us on our website, resumerestoration.ca.